You are listening to the Jai and Ollie Show with Jai Hitchcock and Ollie Holmes. We're live. We got it right this time. It's done me point, but uh, it's got it right. So um, anyway, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, before we get started, I'm just going to let you know that we're sponsored once again by DMP Fabrications and Solo Sheeting. So any inquiries, get in touch on the email address, info at dpfabricators.com. Um, tonight, we're joined by Jai's ex-teammate, my current teammate, uh, Mr. Jordan Rankin. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Good. Thanks for having me. Got got here just in the nick of time due mate. to a bad sat-nav. Bad sat-nav. There's nothing worse. You know, we're just talking about it. nothing worse than that. Uh, bad sat-nav or bad directions? No, good directions. No. Actually, if he didn't ring me, I'd still be trying to find my way around. So, no. Good stuff. It's all down to screenshot and maps. Otherwise, they'd have been driving around these streets for the next hour and would have been... Just are you going to say you. hello to me? Hi, Jay. How are you, mate? Oh, you're good. <laughs> As if I have to say hello to you every week. <laughs> oh, shock. Alex Simmons, one of the first live listeners. Absimo. Right. 3,000 views on your little pool video the other week. So, we're going well. We're going well. What I'm going to do just... Um, just as we, Well, we've just started. I'm going to just block Simo's number. Just, just for this hour. Yeah. Because last last week he tried ringing me oh. through the like whilst we was. He's live. just making sure you're on, mate. That's yeah. it. Halfway through the show and would not stop messaging me, which I'm expecting in any minute probably a message about something. But <laughs> anyway, not no more. Not no more. No, he's blocked. Um. So how's the injury, mate? Just uh, we've had a lot of quick. Like, we put a you know a tweet out saying is there any questions and uh, we got one. Uh, just saying how's <laughs> just fine just fine how's that's the injury right. that's fine um mate rehab life it just doesn't stop um no it's going good hopefully um be back in the next couple of weeks um what have you actually done so i did a grade two hemi a couple of weeks ago um came back ready to or hopefully ready to play against huddersfield started running and did it again so back to square one. It was all down to um, GPS now. On uh, you know everybody's training is monitored by GPS yeah. through how far they're running, body load, um, speed, and everything like that. So the Saints, here, I believe, don't run past yeah, don't seven seven point one seventy seventy five percent. So I've done a couple of sessions at fifty percent. I start at seventy five percent. Seventy five percent. Oh, you're just so fast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and um, got to seventy five percent. Ended up going a little bit higher than that. You know, when yeah. you're feeling good. Yeah, you yeah. Got, got giddy. Yeah, got a bit giddy. Luke and then Dawn. That's a Luke Dawn special. Got a bit giddy and bang, there it goes again. And they're going, oh, you ran too fast. And I'm there going, what do you want me to do? Like, I can't, I'm not there with a, with a speedometer on me going, <laughs> slow down, slow down, going too fast. <laughs> so anyway, that was a result of GPS. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll go on to... The results, because I, I want to get these done pretty quick, because there's there's that many, because it's been Easter weekend, and um, you know there's been two lots of games, which Easter weekend will come into play a little bit later when we start, you know, getting into our, how bad that is for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and I'll get through everyone's questions. Um, Deborah, uh, yeah, the new rule change, courtesy of the cast game. Actually, uh, we'll get into all that as well. Ooh, it's going to be a sensitive subject mm. that one. Mm. Cheating, <laughs> cheating, cheating. Are you gonna call Michael Shenton a cheat? I retweeted the cheating video actually. Did you? I didn't expect it. Wow. I expect it from um, Sam Tompkins because he's a serial grub. But I don't know him. Sorry if you're listening. Um, don't apologize. 
No, it's I'm not grub? sorry. Um, <laughs> Jigo, Jigo, semi grub. Uh, no, no, he's he's, no, no, he's, he's probably he's the no, biggest cheat. He, in he game is, I I believe he is by far the biggest one to milk these sort of things in any competition. His was competition. bad, but Shenny, I don't expect it from Shenny. I just, uh, I just, no, well, I, I just don't expect it from him. I didn't expect, and it was, it wasn't what? even a it's, pass. It's, but you it know, the thing a, is, it's, it was taken, a it's taken, it's taken this long for someone to intentionally be that obvious. to be that obvious for him to change it. It was a Kobe Bryant layup onto the defender. It was not even a pass. It was, oh, it was pathetic. All right, let's go. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Right, so first first game on the first block of of, uh, of games on the Easter weekend was Cass Wake here. That was on Thursday night. Cass winning 28-26. Um, I played my 20 minutes part in this until I had to come off because my knees, <laughs> knees packed in. Um, I thought for... The first half, well, for the full half, we've put together his best probably performance there all year. And then second half, terrible, wakey, capitalised, come back in, and we only just got the win. Yeah. Um, it was a... It wasn't really fun to watch, I'll, be, I'll give you that. Um, I don't know. I can't, I can't get a handle on where anyone's at. I think it's if, whether it's everyone's fatigued for the Monday games or... Or whatever, people arresting players. I just didn't enjoy any of the Monday games. I don't think the scores represented any teams correctly. It was there was blowouts. Um, where do you start? I don't know. You, you, what did you think? I mean, obviously watched the the Cass game and same same thing. It was a tailor two halves for both teams. They yeah. couldn't play any worse. We couldn't play any better, and vice versa in the second half. But um, I thought. We needed the win. We definitely needed that going into the Monday. I think I think in the Easter period, you're always just looking for at least to get one result. And if you can turn up on the Monday and play half good, you, you're going to pick a result up at some point along along those Easter period. But obviously, knowing that we had Catalan away, it was always going to be just a tough weekend for us, especially. So It's, it's happened a few times. Uh, I think I was there. It was the same draw, Catalan away on the mm. Monday. Have we, have we done that before? Yeah, I, I, remember my, I, did remember it, I did it last year. We, I did it last year for Huddersfield, and yeah. we we got we got beaten by Leeds on the Easter Friday, beaten by Catalan on the Easter Monday. Yeah, well, we played Leeds on the Friday three years ago. Remember, I hurt my hand. Yeah, yeah. We the, flew to Catalan's. I didn't think that was a Monday fixture on the yeah. Easter. Oh well. Anyway, uh, so we managed to pick up a point. Like say, they're massive. That Catalan game away on Easter Monday is the hardest fixture on that Monday Easy. regardless it's always yeah, hard to yeah. play there then you go on there on three days a three day turnaround it's yeah, yeah it suicide was, it was easy when we did it because I put on an absolute clinic but um, <laughs> nothing nothing's changed obviously Check YouTube is everywhere hey look I do want to bring this up Mary Clifford hey up how are you I usually we're usually in agreement with Mary but she said you missed the point Jai Shenny was showing how stupid the rule was and I did see your um, status Mary during the week uh, regarding so she's under the impression that Shenny deliberately did it to show how silly the rule is and it was actually a it was a smart move and he's led to getting the rule changed Mary I'll agree yeah yeah I no, do I don't agree you don't um, why why I don't think he was doing it I don't think I think don't he was doing re- it to try and get a penalty that blatant that he thought well I think he was trying to get a penalty I don't think he was yeah he's trying to get a penalty I don't think he was no 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 Mary's saying that yeah we know what Mary's he saying he was deliberately showing yeah, yeah he's, he's doing it to get the penalty because if he gets a penalty and it's that obvious then the powers that be have got to look at that and go, that is that ridiculous that there's got to be something so done So you reckon about it. it was a smart move well, all that, along? That's the you reason, reckon it was a that's, planned, that's the reason the rules executed change, of that move. Play, 100%. Yeah. 
and it's smart. All right. And we've got a penalty for it. Yeah. Let's just be honest. We'll, well, we'll come on to that Cascade yeah, we'll, game. We'll get there. All FC, all KR finished 56-12 to all FC. Um, KR in some proper trouble. Oh, yeah, the old-fashioned derby. Um, I don't think they're in as much trouble as Leeds. I think they're proper up the creek without a paddle. And you um, place mm. the words that I've missed out there. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, struggle. Well, they picked up two points there. All FC anyway. Yeah, looked like they were going to probably kick on over Easter, and then got absolutely and then battered over at Saints. Uh, Leeds, Huddersfield, thirty-six eighteen to Leeds. Leeds picking up probably a, a much needed win, thinking that they're going to kick on again. I thought from this uh, result, and then obviously they didn't. Um, any thoughts on that game, Leeds Huddersfield? No. Um, Brad Dwyer, who actually played, uh, had a had a great game, and Hurrell. Was injured in that Friday game. Yeah. So he did Ami, isn't it? Ami, yeah. Definitely a little bit of an upset. Um, but the biggest upset was the Warrington-Salford game, I think. 36, yeah, so, yeah. Salford, Warrington 12. That for me is... I didn't see any of that coming. Uh, everything else over the Easter period you could near enough predict. But uh, Salford absolutely pumping Warrington is something I didn't see coming. No. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. Predicted uh, a Warrington win. Now, yeah, St. Ellen's, who have probably got away with the, uh, the season thus far unscathed. I think they're still playing 1-17, to 17 or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sparge is the only one that's missing at the moment. I think Percival missed out, so oh, Adam yeah. Swift just dropped in for yeah, the Monday yeah. fixture. I mean, he Johnny, did, he did Johnny his Lomax replacing Farge is... Yeah. That's a better replacement, yeah. in my opinion. Percival, <laughs> Percival's done <laughs> He can't really moan. Anyway, so yeah. that's it. Ellen's fixture finished 36-10 to Saints. Um... Nothing really much to talk about. We'll go on to the Monday fixtures. Huddersfield 24, London 19. Now, has, has anybody seen the highlights from this game? Yeah. I thought London had nicked it. Obviously, I've I, not seen the apparent Cruz Lehman try that's been disallowed. I've not seen mm. that. But I think that London scored that kick to middle. Well, yeah, I don't know. Like, I saw nine. I saw 19-18 to London with yeah. like two minutes to go. And I thought, it's Done. kick the field goal game over. Yeah. Like, it's... You know, it's tough enough to get the ball back off a restart, that let alone go down the other end and score score a try. But I just feel like they got out of it and yeah, they did get get a much needed win out over the Easter period. They uh, their coach Simon Wolford went to town in the after match yeah. um, interview. If you've seen it, he's just said the only good thing to come out of this game is that we won. Everything else was absolutely garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got like that in a lot of games. Um, um, well, listen, I think London and our team to beat. So fair play. Um, OKR after getting absolutely battered uh, by LFC, got conceded another 50 points, well, 50-plus points finishing, 54-6 uh, to Warrington, over at KR as well. Um, With what's happening at KR, what's obviously happening at Leeds, who do you guys think is going down? I can't even really fathom that Leeds are potentially going down. I... I, I I think London will, uh, yeah. only because they've got no depth. Yeah, I, but to, to be honest, to be honest, oh geez, past past the top seventeen in both those teams, I can't see them having much depth either. Like I, I, I can't see we can ever. It may, down, I reckon it just it comes down to the fi the fixtures at the back end of the season. What's yeah. going to determine? And you've got that transfer window. I mean, uh, let's look at it. If it's Wigan, Leeds, and London, where are you going? London's going down because Leeds and Wigan yeah. are going to be able to buy whatever they want, whenever they want, to save 
the yeah. Super League. And that's yeah. what that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. They're going to they're going to which up is unfair because London's yeah. done everything right to London. get themselves up. Yeah. They haven't spent a lot of money because they don't have a lot of money. But if they did, I think they would have went a whole lot better. They've um, surprised me more than I thought they would. Yeah. Uh, already, already, already this yeah. season. The way they've competed, they've beat Leeds at Leeds. They've beat a couple of decent other teams. They they went, been went in toe the toe with us for a bit as well. Yeah. yeah, lost only in the last dying seconds again. I'll just yeah. this way on the Monday. That, that the one thing up. for me is, out of all KR, London and Leeds, Leeds are only losing games by small margins. Same a little bit with London, mm. but all KR are getting pa- they've been paggered to to see that. That's what I'm talking about. The fixtures though. So whole KR obviously didn't get up for the the derby game. Yep. Then Warrington got battered against Salford, and then they've had to play Warrington on the on the back of getting pumped. They've got a rough. They've rough. got that's a rough. Yeah, like, I think uh, at Bradford we have. Um, well, we okay, have? I play we Leeds this week. Yeah, there you go. We had a mid-table, second last, and now we play last. So you know we've sort of jumped a lot of teams there, and we had had a bit of a clean sweep over the weekend. But definitely the draw has mm. to come into play. Anyway, next fixture: Salford twenty-six, Wigan thirty. Um, you know, much needed win for Wigan. Salford had already got their win over Easter, so I don't know how much that they probably wanted to win this game, but Wigan probably more desperate for it. Um, I don't know what Nile Evolves would do. Have you seen it? Mm. So Nile, the George Williams, dying minutes at game. Puts a, puts a bomb up, eh? Puts a bomb up. Evolves just don't even lets go it, to even it attempt go, it. Yeah. Let's it bounce. Williams rips it off him. Score. Yeah. And game that, won, that won him the game then, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure what else has gone on in the game, but yeah. that... <laughs> Massive mess up there for um, nine levels. So he's been playing well as well. And then Saints absolutely toweling uh, all FC up 62-16. Yep. Uh, Johnny Lomax probably putting on the best performance uh, I've seen from an halfback in a long time. Class, and I still think he's a fullback. Yeah, same. I just think he's just, that's, you'd love to have a Johnny Lomax in your team. Yep. Wouldn't you? I agree. Uh, Wakey, Leeds, Wakey winning 26-24 over Leeds. Big big win for Wakey. Sit now third. Mm. Joint I think third, fourth, fifth and sixth are all joint on fourteen points. It's all points difference that splits yeah. it up. Yeah, considering what's happened to every team in the comp with injuries and, and whatnot, I think Wakefield are performing the best given the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've been rattled probably just as bad with uh, just as bad, if not worse, than Cass. Um, you know, M- Milky's out for ten weeks. Is it? Yeah. Um, oh, Danny feet is missing as well because he's done scabbing. Feet, uh, you got their biggest try scoring weapon Tupu. out for the season. Tupu's yeah. missing. He's another. He's probably the second biggest try scoring weapon. I mean, if you take they lost a Rundle against 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 Cass, those, yeah. you take the key players out of any team like that, I think they'll be doing a whole lot worse than Wakey. Yeah. Wakey's still coming up with wins, and and they they put up a good fight against Hughes and came back with a wet sail. So. Um, and then last game was the Catalan cast game, finishing 37-16 to Catalan. Now, obviously, we'll go into straight into this chat about uh, <laughs> the rule change. We might as well. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's introduced new penalty laws following cheating <laughs> in, uh, in the Rook. Now, I can't find where it says what the, the actual changes are. No, I've got the wrong so article the, up. So anyway, they're putting a lot of onus yeah. on the, the ball carrier. To either not play it into someone or rake it back far enough. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Or not firing it back at the players. Yeah. Um and the dummy half can't basically be passing it into I still their think there's gonna the be some discrepancy and I still think well, people are gonna do you, it. You're still leaving the window open because now it comes down to how far you're playing the ball back to yeah. someone that's still in the rack. I don't know anyone I know, that I know, touches the ball with their foot. Because I know I no, exactly right. No but, one touches the but ball Gigo with their foot. Diego sent the thing back like it so came did, out of a rock. Yeah, so did Greg Bird. He sent it back. And if the yeah. dummy half was there, he dummy half probably drops it Greg anyway. Greg Bird's just 
He is the, <laughs> he's the biggest knows, milker. He knows like, how to see, play. No, the, be, the best milk is Josh Anley. Mate, yeah. okay, I've never up, watched a game there. of footy in my life like the Cass Catalans game where it was just... No Trying to blatantly... Oh, it was shocking. I can understand... It working against you guys and then Shenny going for that. Yeah. But I don't think the two wrongs make a right in any respect, but like... I, I just don't understand I'm dumbfounded. How, I just don't understand how they go from last year to penalise the... Like, I know a couple of times playing for Huddersfield, yeah. we got penalised because Cruz, Cruz Leeming does it a fair bit. Yeah. He got penalised last year for doing it. And all of a sudden, it's like you can now. Okay, this year we'll just. I, let I it don't go know. I thought that rule got put. I got thought the rule got put in last year, did, and yeah. that what it, it's in. It's in for good. Yeah. It don't just end at the end of the year. But for some reason, the refs haven't been uh, blowing up for it. But one thing that I think is going to possibly go wrong with the change, right? If necessary, the player with the ball should step backwards. You know, if there's a player in the room. Yeah, yeah. Now, if somebody steps to the side. You're off the which mark. You're off the mark, or step over him. You're off the mark. So, yeah. I think it's Mitch Clark did his absolute difficult. best to get out of the way. Yeah, but yeah, I'm the only other the thing, player with the ball. Yeah, I know. There's still going to be the discrepancy if he gets up and starts running. You can still find yeah. him. Um, there's going to be the discrepancy with if he did enough to get out of the tackle. Is he meant to roll one direction and backwards? What if that, and you know, like do you, you know, if you're on a twenty, you, you can't wait for him to get out of the way to play the ball because everyone's yeah. looking for a quick play of the ball. Yeah. So no one's going to wait. It's, that, it, that should never go against the player. I think they've got that wrong. You you can't wait and give him sufficient time to clear the ruck because what's sufficient time in a game of inches and milliseconds? Like if you if you want to jump down a blindside and he's rolled away thinking the blindside is not where you're going, stuff changes it's in a, rugby league. If you jump same, down the blindside, it's com- common sense. But it's the same. Know, with, but, but it's the same with the with the guy playing the ball and he moves two meters or a meter to the other side of the ruck to play the ball. Yeah, you both know as when you're playing. That's the difference between taking a short side to not playing exactly. there to go on open side with an extra Your, your man, movements so. from where you originally got tackled could completely change on how many defenders are put on Correct. the short side or long side. So, like yeah. you say there, it then changes the whole attacking aspect of it. Yeah. Um, so I, look, they had to do something. They've done something about it. Now, I think only time will tell if it works. I think yeah. they've explained it in too much detail about what needs to yeah. happen. I, yeah. You're going to get people sit on the fence again. People arguing, oh. It should be this, it should be that. Now, the NRL, it was happening. They've got rid of it by simply waving play on. Okay? So yeah, it, so if you let him mess get it out, about, yeah. once he's out, he stays still, play on. Yeah. It's not hard for a hooker to step over him and play. If they do, in fact, you know, if he's right there next to the ball and you throw it and it's hitting him, that's a penalty. You're in the ruck. It's your loss for not winning the tackle. That's fair enough. But, you know, look, I still think there's going to be some discrepancies. I still think there's going to be stuff going on where you're going to get penalties either way and people are going to be blown up. If they could clear this up properly and they could clear the um, obstruction yeah. rule as, as far as you're not having any effect on the play. Yeah. Like if someone's running a short lead at hooker and it goes out the back, out the back, long to the winger and he scores, that person, that fullback is never going to make it. No way. That's just... Well, it's common sense for me, but the common, the common it, sense sort of... <laughs> I'd start with the top of the referee and to sort of tell the rest of them what use your common sense, especially especially when it goes to video ref. So, but what what does me is when it'll go up to a video ref as a, a possible no try for obstruction, and then Stuart Cummins then comes on commentary and says complete opposite of what 
the, end the, up being the, the final yeah, decision. Being, so being uh, the yeah. What what does he genuinely have anything to do with what the referee's going on, uh, or he is he just well, that stupid that yeah. he, he don't know what he's on it's about? A, mate, it's the same thing with with the obstruction rule because it's in everything's inside shoulders. But at some point, when you're running a lead, whether it be on three man, four man, whatever it is, you're running to the outside shoulder of somebody. Of someone, yeah. Yeah. So. Where's the discrepancy? Where's the discrepancy of who who the inside shoulder is or who the outside shoulder is and how far that goes? Look, I think they've got it's it right in changing joke. the rule. As f- uh, look, if you make a break, right, and you're cover tackled by the fullback, yeah, there's not really any defence in front of you. Everyone's trying to get back. He's a, a short while away from hooker, but he's still trying to get there. The the, the thing you want is a fast play the ball because he can just score, right? Yeah. But if he gets there and the player's still in the ruck, correct terminology is you have to let him clear the ruck so go figure that out how, do, how does he clear, what is he going to wait has he got to wait because you've got an opportunity well, not, to score you, i'm not there as a dummy half going to wait for him to clear the ruck I am know, I? i'm going i'm picking this yeah. ball up and yeah. i'm going so, so if you pick it up and you trip that's over the him, difference that be between that's the difference between everybody on a, just a normal ruck play the ball that everyone's trying to milk the extra penalty milk yeah. that extra trying yeah. to trying to get an, an extra set of six but if there's a break you're not worried about if the guy's laying the ruck no. you're going no. this is a time for me to go yeah. because there's one down and I'm going yeah, so. and then it some comes down to the referee seeing what he sees and saying yeah he's tripped him up yeah he hasn't like if you can get penalty in the other direction there which is ridiculous yeah. <sighs> well anyway I'll tell you the anyway. other rule I'd change just what? while we're on rule changes the referee sending it up as a try or oh, no, no try, try. Yeah, when he doesn't know it it should just be sent up as mate have a look at that because i'm not sure it, i i always go back to how rugby union do it if it goes up to tmo and rugby union says give me a reason not to award this try yeah yeah so he, go, he always look, always he give the benefit of the doubt for the try yeah. To, yeah and he's gone no nah, it's, well, it's, it's like mate it's it's you, you can't win because we got a try allowed on thursday night off a uh, crossfield kick from where I was sitting, it looked like we'd batted it forward. Yeah. Scored the try. I think um, Stick scored the try and he yeah. gave the try straight away. If he goes up the video ref, it's a no try. But he gives, you know, he goes over there, makes the call himself with his touch judges and goes, yep, I believe yeah. it's a try, try. So I can, I don't know, do you wear those and he gets one wrong and it might cost someone a game or do yeah. you not? Or do you it's go gonna to It's going to cost ref? someone a game. It yeah. is. But uh, it's just part and parcel with the game, really. Yeah. I mean... 15 well, years ago, there was no video ref. 20 years ago, there was no video ref. And yeah, well, what I'm hoping comes from these rule changes is it tries to stop people trying to melt for penalties. Yeah. So That's if there's these after. rules now in place, regardless of what the wording is of the rule, lads are just going to go, right, I'm not even going to attempt it because I, what's yeah. the chances of me actually benefiting from it? Yeah. So any of that stuff happens that happened in the cast, uh, Catalan game on the weekend, yeah. you're happy for that to all of them instant to be a penalty in the other direction? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, Carsten has got in touch. Players and coaches will always find ways to get advantage over their opponents and the refs are always a step behind. What do you think about that? Well, we I know I can't really speak for other clubs because I've only ever been at Cast, but we as a club tried to say up until probably last week, said, look, don't try and milk. But we're not all, we're, that's not what we're about. We're not about cheating. We're not about trying to get, you know, Extra crafty penalties. Yeah. We're not trying to trap people in you know, the player ball and stuff like that. That's not what we're about. But when it was happening so consistently to us and we was on the we back end of it. The, yeah, we were on the back foot from it. And yeah. the referees are doing nothing about it. You then take it into your own own account to try and back backfire it, really. So I don't think coaches look for loopholes to try and get one over. You look 
to get one over, you try and you know pull them apart by a play. You, you don't try and do it in a cheating manner or a loophole manner. I don't. I, but, but I'm not at Cass anyway. But unfortunately, there's players in the competition that, are after that, that will do whatever it takes to milk a penalty, get someone sent to the sin bin, what, whatever it might be, to get to gain that extra advantage. And they're not they're not bothered in the slightest of how that looks on them or their yeah. team or yeah. the competition. I do think so. Then it just opens up a snowball effect for everybody else to be doing the same stuff. Yeah, I do think coaches and and clubs. Uh, do look for edges in certain aspects. I mean, you only have to look at Melbourne Storm, who were notorious for the wrestling. Remember when wrestling yeah, got yeah. first introduced? John Donahue down there was a, just an excellent wrestling coach. I mean, they were so far ahead of a lot of NRL teams, like just miles and miles ahead. Yeah. The wrestling techniques they brought in, and then, and then it, it got blown out of proportion where the media was saying like they were doing all these chicken wings, and like they never really existed. They happened every now and then, but they, they weren't talked about. And Melbourne introduced all these crazy tactics where there was just pin knees and below the knees and chicken wings and twists and turns. I mean, so I do think clubs do it, but look, it definitely needs to be um, stamped out in some way. Um, just on to some, a couple of comments. Uh, what do we got? No, I can't find it. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, that's enough talk about role change because there's, pl- there's plenty of other stuff to, to go on about. But we'll go on to um, yourself, Jordan, about mm. um, your career up to date. So, oh, wow. um, obviously, the glaring stat in it all is the third youngest player in the history of mankind. No, I mean the NRL. Um, to play NRL at the ripe old age of 16 years and 238 days, coming off the bench for Gold Coast against Newcastle. Yeah. Did you know that how many days it was? Oh yeah, mate, the stat the stat is literally said to me at least six times a year or really? more. Oh yeah, every every interview, e- interview. Oh, even more back home when they you know you, they do an article in the paper and it's the the sixteen year old that managed they do it sixteen and two hundred and what was it thirty eight days? Yes, thirty eight days. Is Israel Folau? Is he the no? I, it uh, did there say, was a, there was a um. There was a guy from he played he did play for he played for Cronulla, and he was sixteen two hundred and something old days. But Crazy. he he um didn't play that many games because he had like a brain tumor I think and wow. had to quit playing. Oh, or, I think I remember that story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you didn't cut the rat's tail for the debut. No, I left no. it on there. I left yeah, it on there. He was a boy from the rat's tail. You've had a rat's tail before, haven't you? Oh hell no. Boyfriend <laughs> oh, well, I think you might have. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. you, it was I, a bit of a trend. I'm pretty sure I played with Joe. Ah, so ten, ten years ago, Joe would have had a rat's tail. I can almost know, guarantee he, was, he had his hair blonde too at one point as well. He was a confused young fellow, um, <laughs> because he, he was a. Um, how do I put it? He was. He went to a. Uh, is it Cape? No, he went Palm to Palm Beach. Palm Beach, Corumbin. Um Young fella from the Gold Coast stuck uh, with a haircut. You're originally from Gold Coast. Yeah. Stuck with a haircut from Western Sydney. So. Mm. Um, yeah, look, little blonde tips. I remember. Uh yeah, at one point <laughs> I did. Yeah, had the had the like the short the short sides with the mullet at the back with the rat's tail, and actually had like a little side rat's tail here. It was no wonder I didn't have any fucking girlfriends or anything. Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> thought I was kill, thought I was killing yes, it, and then it had is. a real good look, long hard look at myself in the mirror and realised that I wasn't. So, well, no, talking about like. blonde highlights um, at the minute, <laughs> Greg Minikin. <laughs> Has just been sporting some blonde yeah. eye lights. He has, hasn't he? he what's has. he doing? He, what's he doing? Well, he, he's 
he had went... some blonde highlights in there. He looked terrible. We've hammered him for it. And it's affecting his game. Well, this is what I mean. <laughs> he's actually played better with the shorter haircut, hasn't so he? So he had an haircut. There you go. Come look like he joined the Marines, so we're just walking around mm. going, hoorah. <laughs> he played like really well. Yeah. So, but he's, um, yeah, he's had... Um, He's had blonde highlights. It's not good. It didn't go well for him he anyway. He doesn't really care though, does he? No, no, he doesn't really care no. what anybody thinks of him. Um, just so on on the debut. So I, I talk us through thoughts, lead up, what what's going on there. Um, so I was at the time playing um, Australian schoolboys um, oh, up in, up in Townsville. Yeah, another <laughs> rap sheet there. Um, I was actually playing against. <laughs> I was actually playing against um, Macca. Macca played in the, in oh, Paul the McShane, yeah. yeah, Paul McShane played yeah. in the. England side, we beat 72-6. Um, that little hooker that come off the bench. Yep. Um, but anyway, I was coming really back fat. from coming back from coming back from Townsville to go to Brisbane to play our next game against um, the French team, and got off the plane and I got a phone call um, from the general manager at the time, Scott Clark, and he <gasps> just he just he just called he called me and was like, "Mate, I've got the coach John Cartwright here. He wants to wants to have a chat to you." And I was like, "So, did you ever spoke to John Cartwright?" Well, not really, no. I'll, very rarely conversation. Like, I was only 16 at the yeah. time. So, like, it was like when I first signed with the Titans, you know, he'd do it because it was like a, a big wow thing that the yeah. head coach is there, you know, signing the deal with, with, the, with the kids. So, very minimal conversations with, with anyone at that high level. I'd never you even wouldn't even met, speak well, I'd never even to met, the first I'd never players. even met any of these first grade players before I played with them. Yeah. I mean, it's not like that. It's not uh, like now where you, you're all in the same room and the young no. fellas come in and they they're all having laughs and jokes and they're even having cracks at the senior players. Yeah, and they get. Bored. I would yeah. not even talk to. The, I remember Brett Delaney um, walking through the room and I was just like, "Big tattooed guy, oh, put my head down." Yeah. You don't talk you do to that even. now, no. though, don't you? No, I've vlogged <laughs> anyone. Have you ever seen my fight record? Twelve and zero, baby. Twelve fights, zero wins. <laughs> You've got um, one win. You knocked yourself out yeah, once. Did you count that? I got, uh, put myself on the canvas for four points. Um, ah. So anyway. Um, so yeah, so he gets on the phone. And he's like, mate, I uh, just wanted to see what your thoughts were leaving camp and coming to train with first grade for the week and potentially play on Monday night. Um, in f you're making your debut. And I was like, I didn't, be I didn't actually believe it was him. I thought yeah, someone was Gmail. I got, I got G'd up. Kurt Foggo, one of our old teammates. Yeah, yeah. Stitched me up a couple of months before that, saying I was he was um, development officer at the thing and wanted to see how I was going in the in the in the camp and all that sort of stuff. So I just didn't believe it was him. <laughs> so I was like, someone's g me up here. So I was like, oh yeah, didn't really read too much into it. Anyway, I get a call again from my um, from my agent and he sort of said like, this is legit, this is happening. I've already spoken to him about it. So I left camp, went down and trained, met all the players on the. I think it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Um, trained the week, and then um, I only found out the day of the game. They wanted to keep it real quiet, obviously, because I was so young. Um, then he told me like the day of the game that I was going to play, and yeah, oh, I talk about yeah. uh, you know plenty of time to prep your NRL debut. Yeah. Well, mate, <laughs> You're playing to, today. To, to, be, to be to be honest, like I. I was at that age where I just was like nothing. Nothing phased me. Like yeah. I wasn't bothered about if I played if or I w obviously wanted to play but if when they told me I was playing I was like I was just pumped because is that why you tried to chip and chase on your first touch <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you want a sort of enthusiasm <laughs> yeah I know yeah so they told me I was, I was playing so literally told my parents they got a heap of tickets for my family and um actually the um 
Australian schoolboy team I was playing with actually come down from Brisbane. They hired a bus and come down to watch the game. Pete was actually playing that team as well. So That's awesome. Um, it was mate. It was yeah, it was a good experience. And well, have you seen all these um, videos coming out? Of, uh, Sharks did it with that Zeri, um, like the, the presentation. Yeah, in yeah. My presentation was shocking. Um, <laughs> My presentation for that night will forever live in memory as one of probably the worst thing that's could ever happen to a guy that's just played his debut, really. I think Robbie Farrell Why? flicked me in my jersey and I just said in the group after the captain's run, yeah, boys, um, to hope we get the win. That's it. Uh, <laughs> no cameras, nothing. Kept me jersey, obviously, but... No, I didn't even get I to keep I wish they made jersey. more of an effort because... I was... didn't even get to keep it. No? You know, Lemonade, Lemonade Tom is this um, old guy. He's about this tall, Lemonade bald Tom. head. And he's like... He's, I thought I'd never hear these names he's, again. He's, um, he's like, he's just, he's like the, the gear steward of hell. Like, he would like... If you needed a shirt that's ripped, you wouldn't get nothing off him ever again. Like, he'd just, he just... He acted like everything that was given to the players was bought by him. Yeah, like yeah. He, that he'd stitch the shirt. They get really personal. When they've been in the job real. for 20 years, they start getting real personal about their yeah. equipment. It's like, so anyway, no, but at fine. the end of every season, he used to get all, all the extra gear, so all the extra jerseys and shorts and socks, and he used to just flog it all on eBay. Flogged <laughs> a lot of it. So anyway, I played this game, right? So I played this game, got the, I think it was jersey number 20 I had on after the game, got the jersey, put it back in the middle where everyone else was, and had no like embroidery on it, yeah. nothing. They just didn't do that nothing. back then. They never did that sort of stuff nothing. back then. Anyway, so the next day they'd done an article in the paper saying along the lines of I got to keep, for some reason they'd mentioned that I got to keep my jersey. So he's the next day at training gone, where's that, uh, where's that jersey you had last night? <laughs> I've gone, I don't know what you're talking about. He goes, you got to give that give that back. That's not yours. That's that's ours to keep here. We got to use that for next week. I go, mate, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have your jersey. It's like my debut, but I didn't even get to keep it. And So you still don't it. have the debut jersey? Nope. Wow. Gold Look, Coast Titans. Let's get at him. That's shocking. And they've got it somewhere, mate. They have to have that somewhere. Unless he's flogged it on eBay and someone else has got it. Yeah, Rubber Ducky Clark, he's got it. Yeah, <laughs> I never thought I'd hear that name either. <laughs> <laughs> so, who was... Um, Tough times. So, you played again Newcastle. Who was sort of the big name players that were playing at Newcastle at that time then? Um, Denny, so Denny, Denny, Denny Badiris, Kurt yeah. Gidley, Jared Mullen, Junior Sauer now that plays at Salford. Yeah. He was there. He was a wrecking um, ball them days. Yeah. Still Corey Patterson that used to play yeah. at Toronto, played at, played at Solver for a bit as well. Um, who else was there? Uh, was Brian Carney? Bro yeah, oh, no. no I don't think Brian, no. Um, uh, it would have been Arbucks. Years ago, wasn't it? Uh, Scott Duro, they played over here oh, for right, a bit. Yep. Scott Duro and Jared Mullen were the halves. Scott Duro gave me a lot of stick that night. A lot of stick in the game. Funny, funny story actually. Sledging. When we uh, so after the season had finished, which was probably like six weeks later, I was you know hadn't even turned seventeen yet, and I get this random phone call from this random number. I was sitting at home. It was like ten o'clock at night on like a Friday, Saturday night. Pick it up, and it's Jared Mullen and Scott Duro ringing me on the Gold Coast on their end of season boys trip. Yep. And they're like, you know, what are you? Where are you? What are you doing? Get changed. We're picking you up. You're coming out with us. And I was like, who is this? And like it's Scott Duro and Jared Mullen. Like played against you a couple of weeks ago you little shit you showed us up all this sort of stuff like we're gonna we're gonna take you out and we're just gonna get you blind and all that sort of stuff and i'm sitting home with my mom and all that sort of stuff <laughs> what's, going on? what's going on here so i was like oh, i can't come out i'm like 16 they're like you're not 16 you're lying you were never 16 i was like i can't come out and just like pretty much hung up the phone and and then when i and actually, it was legit well yeah it was legit and then when i come over here in 2014 
Scott was playing for Catalan. Catalan. And yeah. he, I remember he come up to me after the game and he goes, you, st- you and me still need to go on that night out. You ditched us like in 2008. And I was like, well, it's legit then. Okay. How oh, good is well. that? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, hammered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hammered. 16-year-old day. But it tends to happen though. Like, I can remember, I'm sure there was a young kid that played again OKR, that played for OKR last year. Uh, on wing, I don't, I don't, I can't remember his name or anything, but um, they got a tap twenty, and he runs straight at me, and I just absolutely belted him. And that I when could, we, oh, he was on my wing. Oh, he might have been. Yeah, he was. Oh, oh, I remember, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't have the greatest game, did he? I no, think I remember. No, he got, they got him. pulled off. I butchered him. <laughs> butchered him. <laughs> um, but I, I absolutely smoked him off off, off uh, that tap twenty, and I, I actually felt a little bit bad. <laughs> So he was only a young kid, and, yeah. and I think somebody caught two two kicks over top of him. It can't yeah. have been him. Yeah, that. it was me. What it? Yeah, yeah, he had a bit of a nightmare. Wait, I'll tell you something. That is the first try I've scored in my entire career, professional career. I did it. It was as a little was kid. Was a young guy <laughs> playing for Grafton Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, first above head catch where I've. I don't even think I don't think you could get your arms up that far. No, I can. Oh, you can. T Rex arms. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, above head w- contested with the winger first um, try I've scored. Hey, um, look, just on the Gold Coast Titans, me and Oggy were talking about this in the car on the yeah. way home. We were, uh, I was talking, about, and if you're listening at home, let us know what you think. Uh, I just brought up what is the success rate, uh, <laughs> conversion rate, of um, say like an an under 18s England academy. Uh, seven years ago eight years ago whatever like where are they now now uh, if you take a look back at our Gold Coast under 20s team so this is would be the the first or second year when when it was uh, first introduced so you'd have been 16, 17 or 18 yeah so I think yeah. you were obviously 16 I and was I was 16. in uh, 17 and I, I had two years there um, so that team I'm pretty sure everyone has played NRL played NRL or Super League yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. and not like it which is just crazy. I was saying to Oggy, I don't even think I'd make that team right now. Yeah, um, it was crazy. Like, was crazy. You, if you run through it, you had Shannon Walker, but I don't think he would even be the fullback. You'd probably have David Mead at fullback. Essie um, Tonga would be in the centres. Uh, Kevin Gordon, Jordan Rapana, uh, Cody Walker. Cody Walker. Um, Kane Lawton. Yeah. Uh, Ryan James. Ryan James, who's a captain. Joe now. Wallace. Was playing for the Titans. Ryan back Simpson, there. who's a captain of Penrith. Ryan Simpson, yep. And we didn't even make the semis. So, <laughs> look, if you're wondering. Yeah, well, and in comparison to that, then, so the reserves that I've sort of played with, um, there'd have been probably 30, 40 players gone through that probably two, three year period. Out of them that I, I can remember that are playing now, Super League, is uh, me, Ads Milner, Jordan Thompson, Nathan Massey, Daz Clark, Joe Arundel. Um, Greg Eden. I probably am missing one or two off, but that's yeah. six, seven. Yeah. Whereas almost the whole team. Whole yeah. team. And that Canberra team is pretty much the whole first grade team that has played, yeah. that won the, the comp that year have all gone on. Same with the Broncos as well. The Toyota they're Cup team of the there. year, which I showed you, yeah, is yeah. just Stacked. phenomenal. I mean, yeah. if they're not captaining they're playing Origin, it's just phenomenal the, the success rate of an 18-year-old Toyota Cup team that are playing now still, which is just crazy. Mm. Madness. Right, so you made a total of 17, um, sort of 17 games. It's probably wrong. Um, <laughs> it's wrong every week because apparently you are the youngest player to play NRL. <laughs> I think the others were like the youngest to play yeah, it's, in it's rugby so, it's, over there. It's something like... So you did know you just wanted to be humble well, and not say. 
It's like something like the third. The it's like the third youngest in history, but the youngest in the NRL because yeah. the NRL was the ARL or yeah, yeah, something yeah. along those lines. So mm. it was. Yeah, he's we got right. He knows. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, you, you decided All FC was the next move for you. Mm. How did that sort of come about? Would it would it have been Peter Gentle then? No, it was Lee Radford as he's oh, right. his first, in his first year. So I was playing at the Gold Coast. Um, I had a terrible agent at the time. Who was it? Name and shame. Uh, Daryl Mather. Oh, that was my agent. There you go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that why you ended up at Fev? <laughs> no, you would you would have been. You no, no, no. I scrapped him. him. You scrapped him before that. Yeah, yeah. I said. I did my own yeah. deal, which is probably the worst deal in the history of mankind. <sighs> so you are the and worst now, agent look, ever. But, but look at you now. Absolutely flying. There mate. you go. Play there 10 games go. a year, be on a holiday. What <laughs> you want. <laughs> so anyway, all. Yep. So um, my agent was pretty much that bad at that time of my career that I ended up... Jacob Miller, who, yep. um, who I played some footy with back home at the time was playing he'd just signed to come over and play for Hull FC halfway through that 2013 year and I was at home in the off season and um, met up with Jake and he said would you ever think about coming to England I was like oh nah probably you know I'm 21 or 22 years old probably not mm. and then I did the pre-season with um, with the Titans and um, halfway through it he goes you sure you don't want to come over like there, there could be something here for you and I was like I wasn't going to get a shot with the Titans at the time I knew that and I was like see it we'll see how we go yeah okay so i spoke to the coach spoke to the G gm at the time which was motu tony um pretty much got everything sorted the ball rolling for it to be done and that's when i contacted my agent i was like mate i've got something here from england can you um just sign off on the paperwork and make sure it's legit and pretty much that was it i'd signed the paperwork so did um, he take a cut as well yeah he took his cut <laughs> Hey, just on the manager as well not oh, that he's a bad manager no, but he just, just he probably earns about four million a year off the other other players, players. Like, so you're on the pecking order you're like right down the bottom so yeah like i'm talking billy slater gordon tallis like all these mark guys Gaznia. Yeah. um i've actually sat at a meeting he came down to melbourne and got all the players in when i was down there and he's like um so you had billy slater and all these just big name players and i'll come along to the thing and he's like yeah he was talking about everyone he's like you know like as a as a young fella, Jaya, he was he was he was going to be the next big thing. He got injuries, and then it just didn't work out for him. And I'm just sitting here at the table eating, and he just absolutely pasted me in front of like some of my idols. <laughs> all downhill from there. <laughs> so um, so yeah, that was pretty much it. I'd signed the deal in like um, late December. Got my visa on New Year's night, and I was out of there. In, oh, nice easy preseason. Yeah, so I, I literally got here. So I did. I did was in New Year's at New Year's with um, a couple of mates and stuff, and I got a phone call um, from Motu Tony saying my visa's got approved. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm like on the phone. Banking New Year's Eve. Well, he well, it was obviously his day, so he'd just gone New Year's Eve my time. So it was New Year's no New Year's Day my time, New Year's yeah. Eve over here. Yeah. So it was like going into the New Year's night. Anyway, he rings me and goes, your visa's got approved. I'm like two o'clock in the morning, like blind drunk. Like, oh yeah, okay. He goes, we can get you on a flight tomorrow. I was like, oh, probably can't get on a flight tomorrow. <laughs> Let's try like two days after that. So I ended up getting on a flight on, you know, early January and coming over here and playing the next week and spent the next two years here and loved it. So loved you enjoyed it? So what, oh, I loved how, it, mate. I loved how it. Did, uh, so how come you ended up going back to West then? Um, so... When I was at Hull, the second year, um, we we were doing all right. Um, I was going to re-sign there for another few years. Um, and then leading up into the Super 8s, um, we lost Gareth Ellis. He'd done his Achilles. Oh, yeah. So 
at the time when I was around signing my deal, they'd gone, we need to go out and buy another back rower um, because... I can see what's coming here. Because he might not come back in play, yeah. so we need someone as influential as Gareth Ellis and we need everything we've got to put towards that. Yeah. So pretty much left me high and dry um, with so about six am, or seven rounds to go. It's a beautiful game, rugby well. league. Yeah, yeah. So it was a quota spot position quota that spot, got you qu- got Yeah, you pretty much, yeah. So I was like high and dry with about seven, eight, eight games to go on the season. So I was like, what am I going to do? Wakey at the time. Um, Had no money. Well, that, <laughs> at, at the time... One is the same, but for about... 13 grand a year. <laughs> they, they had they had they had well, limited okay. limited funds and they weren't they weren't going that well. I think they played the million pound game that year and I was oh, like, all right, right. I can't. I'm not seeing. So where would that it have been goes. Brian Smith manager? Yeah, then. he was yeah. coach then. Yeah, I'd like to say you dodged a bullet, but you went to West Tigers, so you I, sort of ran into another one. I went I went to West Tigers and that was a interesting time. Mm. It was interesting that. So you, you played all 23 games that year. Yeah, so I went to the West Tigers well, as a, as like a as like a half fullback like backup sort of yeah. thing because I had Mitch Moses and Luke Brooks and Teddy oh, the golden boys the, the actual like the, the kings I'm talking of, kings untouchables the yeah you couldn't you couldn't do anything with him them and Aaron Woods anyway so I went there just thinking I'll be a, a, a backup sort of half and you know back myself and see how we go um, and then the coach come to me just after preseason started and sort of said mate how would you uh, feel like like training on the wing and playing on the wing for the for us this year, if um, you get the opportunity, I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, we really." We, I was like, oh, uh, "I was like, he's like, well, we don't really have another. We don't really have another uh, a winger. Yeah. Yeah, we need let, another winger. They let, they let, them, they they let, let me go. They let, he, they let him go. Oh, is that what it was? Oh no, 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 <laughs> no they had other wingers. Um, so they they had Pat Richards the year before, but yep. he'd signed to come over and play for Catalan, but they'd never actually gone out and purchased Replace somebody else. Him, yeah. So I got there and they've asked me if I wanted to do that and I was like, well, if it's gonna, if I'm gonna be playing first grade, well, yeah, I'll I'll do whatever I have to do. Never ever played wing before in my life, um, and then pretty much was winging it, literally. <laughs> literally. I was. Hey, you take I was, what you can get sometimes. I was literally you? playing on the wing, never played there, and I was literally getting coached through the week of what I need to do, how I need to do things, like like positioning, everything like that. So what I spent the whole year. Well, actually, it's hard. It's it's hard, man. You know, it is hard. So out out of all the positions. Half-back, full-back, wing, they're your yeah. predominantly the positions that you've played. Wing, easy, hardest. Uh, I'd, I'd say I'd say full-back's the hardest, but it's not, it's, it's not by much because as a winger, you've got to think about defensive line where you need to be tucked for kicks. You've got to be hanging the off blame, your centre. You've got to be... The, the blame, blame game can goes, easily land on you. Yeah, for which sure. Which I found out. Cheers, Pally. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, Corey Thompson's done a similar thing. Yeah. He was arguably not playing very good at witness yeah um he's gone over there he's been playing not expected to play um and played, he's, yeah, he's killing wing. it he's signed killing another two-year deal he's i mean it, yeah. take what you can get so is he still at west he's still at west yeah yeah see this is what right i, I don't get this so you have some players that come over from nrl mm. come over here pretty average and then go back like so Corey thompson mm. gone back killing it and i don't get it's it it's a different game mate it's just not the same like i know that sounds strange but it's not the same and, and majority of english lads that are going over there now are playing pretty well yeah 100%. john bateman's absolutely killing he's it, killing it mate. i thought he would play and i Sutton's thought he'd do reasonably well yeah. but i didn't think he'd be I, anywhere i near just can't believe he's killing it like i i thought he'd go there and maybe come off the yeah. bench 
the st- Miss just a few to, games just to start just games. to start the year at least and I knew they'd give him a chance because they've given him like you yeah, know a good deal coin, and some yeah. decent coin they give him a chance and but he's gone there and just mate no one can tackle him he's no. like running for like he was doing, he's playing the exact same game yeah isn't he what he played yeah, what he played much. here he's setting up tries he's offloading he's carrying the ball he's forcing errors he's just doing exactly what he's done here over there and I they're just shocked over there like they're shocked because I don't think they expected him they, they, everyone thinks that if they're you're all killing, saying if, if, he's untested, but I think well, he's no. played well he's not, every time he's played for England well, against any. That's the thing; he's not untested because he's played. Inter- he's, he's played international rugby yeah, league. That's just NRL, I think this is just, just a NRL pure media arrogance but that's, yeah. of okay. NRL. But, but that's them thinking, oh, he's played Super League and he's played for England, but he really hasn't. He's won Grand Finals, he's won Challenge Cups, but he hasn't really done that much. Yeah. But he goes over there and he, they're all going, wow. But no one over here is really surprised by that because they know what sort of player he is. But so. also as well, on top of that, Ryan Sutton's now a starting loose forward at, yeah. at Canberra. He's killing it. Mike Fanua's going back over there and he's, yeah. he's proper killing it. Just they're, on your move to uh, FC, uh, Leon Mary Lees has got in touch and uh, said, Ask Jordan if he knows if he still knows Old Faithful, Always Black and White. We have you know, the Old that. Faithful song, yeah. yeah. And that's the end of that. <laughs> hey, you're missing, you're missing Mahi Fanua bad, aren't you? Woo. Uh, th- well, yeah, they are actually for fair. Um, anyway, we'll go, we'll go on to a bit of news um, after bigging up Bateman and Sutton. Um, Sam Hallis, well, a question anyway. So Sam Hallis, who plays at Bradford View, has made a point on, he tweeted his, his account just sort of saying, um, having a magic weekend and summer, summer bash over the Easter period instead of making teams play two games over the weekend. Are we going? So, are, we, are we going into the Easter, the Easter period talk now? Is that yeah. what we're going to lead into here? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I could I could rip through right now with this Easter period. Right. Well, have a look at this. Right. So, <laughs> the injury list currently at Cass. Well, this is just because I know who's injured. It's yeah. hard to know who's injured elsewhere without going through it all. Right. So I'm injured. Matt Cook, Fozzie, Rankin, Junior, Shenny, Gailey, Jamie Ellis, Grant Miller, and Jesse Saint Lafayette. They're all injured. At the what minute. are you predicting? That right, and I'm pr- and I, I sort of did a bit of maths, and what I think people are earning, yeah. and added it together. Yeah. Uh, what's the cap? Is it 1.9 million? Right. We I reckon we've got around three eight hundred and thirty-five k sat on the bench. So Jeez, running running on, off. You must be on a fair whack. No, mm. it's not me. You've got your Gailies. Gailies Gale, Gale, on about 400. Isn't it? So <laughs> Look, there you go. Mike Frain's listening. He's a he's an avid cast supporter. Um, 835k sitting on the sidelines, which is a pretty accurate figure. I think it's, I've predicted that. I don't know what everybody's on, but I'm predicting. Well, we sort of know what everyone's on. So that's a lot of money. So we're basically playing with a squad of, of yeah. a million quid. And at Bradford, mm-hmm. I'm the only one interested. So we got about four thousand pounds sitting on the sideline. <laughs> um, <laughs> give or take. Jeez, that's expensive. Huh? I, know, yeah. I, know, yeah. I got an upgrade, Bradford, didn't I? From did Cass? you? Bradford, yeah, good. So. I got double. That works. Um, but no, uh, no one. Going into that's good, that's good for each game though. Yeah, four per game, game, four grand a game. Don't you miss the, don't you miss them NRL matches? Oh, mate, they're the days those. What <laughs> about so? What about when I played at the Tigers? Just to go back on that, when I played at the Tigers, because I was on like a bottom tier, like the second tier yeah. thing there. You meant to get match payments, yeah, which are about three grand a game. But the Tigers took that off me because I was classed as like a senior player because I'd played over. I'd played like over so many games in the NRL and Super League at the time. Oh, fine so I played 23 games and missed out on three and a half grand per game that I'd played. Well, so you didn't get any? I didn't okay. get any of them. I got, okay, so when I... When that I, hurt me. When I debuted, I got... That hurt me. I think you got $850 for training for the week. 
Oh, just yeah. because you're, yeah. you can see yeah, okay. part. Yeah, because you had to miss time, like miss work. Miss and that work, sort of but stuff. I, yeah. I kept working as well. Yeah. So $850 you got for the training week mm. and you got 5000 for each game. Jeez, and, and I strung all my games together. So Ooh. I'm talking, I went from you were tax just heavy average. On that. No, no tax. <laughs> oh. no, yeah, I didn't get any tax. Okay, I, don't yeah, know yeah. What, I don't know what happened yeah, yeah. there. I left, right. the don't worry about I left the country as well. Don't have to talk about um, it. So I'm talking, I went from a normal average working man's wage to about 40000 dollars in the month and I, I blew it all <laughs> <laughs> you know what that, you know that doesn't even surprise no, me it's like, a running it sort of joke in his life that he gets some money and then just blows it immediately it's just these, it's it's just these pokies that he likes to play on no, my, I have been my grandma's him. listening i don't no. play no pokies then <laughs> Oh, I've seen him. Then I got a tattoo. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. That's half yeah, his body. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the impulsive. That's the impulsive Joe Hitchcock right there. It is. It is very impulsive. I've, I've seen him at a casino, mm. and he. It's not pretty. I don't go on pretty because it's it's a constant like this all the time. Like no, just, you've seen ah. some. You've seen some highs and some lows. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't go to the casino often because every time I do, I spend the next nine months paying it off. Rice and beans. Um, so yeah well anyway Easter you said you want to go in on this what do you want to say it, when, when's it, it when's it going to stop it's got to stop it's, it's got to stop well, I think Wigan, Wigan played a bloke in number 41 shirt on the weekend we're not even halfway through the year number well, okay, so I'm not so, saying he's a bad player so, so but thing, 41 the, the fans are paying top dollar the thing I'm going to say is so St. Helens lose Percival on the weekend for God knows Luke how long Luke Thompson as well Luke Thompson Luke Thompson Connie's gone from Leeds for who knows how long with a hamstring. We've yep. lost four players on the back of Easter period yeah, as well. You've got nearly a million quid sitting but, on the side. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, so you you do this Easter period, you play on the Monday, already everyone's going, mm, can we really be bothered to watch our team play on Monday? Some of them are anyway, because yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to either shell out a heap of young kids that are going to get pumped, or we're going to get a heap of injuries and we can't afford to play, the, play our senior players. And then your next... Month, two month of footy after the Easter the fallout, yeah, is the fallout of you playing half a squad of yeah. decent of of like your decent squad members that should have been playing every week, and you've got a few challenge cup in there. Oh, and then you've got to, and then you play your young kids as well, and it's just like what? Just what? Where's the value for money? Yeah, for so fans? a lot of when we um, it's I, twenty, I it's we twenty-two bought, quid to come watch Bradford play. Is that it's something like that? Anyway, um, we we put out a tweet, and anyway, I can't remember what it was, but people getting in touch and the. Well, 99% of people that got in touch said that they do not like the Easter period. They want to scrap it. One, too many injuries. And um, two, the cost of doing it Monday, uh, f- uh, Friday, Monday. Yeah. So you, you take your family to the footy, you're, you're not seeing quality. Quid. You're not seeing quality rugby either. And you're because on the Monday, everybody's just gone. Who has a but spare 150 quid? The next quid? thing, though, as well, you've got to look at these next fixtures that will be on, on Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. That's, that's three games in eight, nine days. Yep. That it's not Monday. Well, it's it's not the Monday game. It's the, fo- it's following, the following game for me because the, people have yep. been pushed that far that week that this you'll see this week. Uh, I'll probably uh, touch wood. I don't want anybody to get injured, no, but no. Uh, you'll see. I reckon you'll see more injuries this weekend than you will have done on Monday. We're, like it, we're, to be honest, like with the people you listed, then I didn't realize it was that extensive. But how many more injuries do? Cast need before it's like we can't play anyone. Well, we're, we're we're struggling to put a seventeen together as it is because yeah. of the injuries we have in the positions that we have. Yeah, yeah. So you're stringing stringing all these players together, young kids that aren't ready to be playing at this level. Yeah, not so much 
for them, but the confidence level for them is going to be like, yes, I'm making my debut, but can you can you last the distance? Can you do all that? And then, as we said, the quality of the game just just deteriorates because of it. Oh, also, my nan's, my nan's fuming. <laughs> um, hey, look, especially for the fans traveling to Cass. I mean, if you've got family and you watch that whole month of footy, yeah. you're looking it's at nearly crazy. a thousand quid that month. Well, if it's you crazy. look at them, there's three games in eight days. If you've got a family, like let's just say a family of four that costs you a hundred quid, right? Costs you a hundred quid to go to a game. And that's three hundred yeah. quid. Just just for tickets, that's yeah. three hundred quid, yeah, and that's not traveling in, one, in eight days. This is the this is kids, the downside. Couple of, couple of beers for dad. Oh, couple. Um, <laughs> Joey Johns is your dad. <laughs> yeah, this is the downside of NRL, and also the upside of of Super League is the f- if you are playing poorly and they've spent this amount of money, fans hammer you left, right, and center in Super yeah. League. I've never seen anything like it. I absolutely butcher you. Okay, but in the NRL, you know, twenty five quid, you can go watch NRL Grand Final. You can watch State of Origin for twenty five quid yeah. uh, on halfway. I mean, it's just it's it's it not it's a not crazy a rep- amount it's not a re- of money. It's not a representative man. representative figure for. I know I know teams have to make ends meet somehow with the gating and all that sort of stuff. People coming through the gates and all that. But I I, I do feel for the working class people yeah. of that support rugby league because. 22 quid, if I had to pay 22 quid to go watch a game? Well, the difference is you pay X, someone, some, the punters pay X amount of money to come watch Cass over this three-day period, three games, whatever. For that same amount of money, you can go watch Man United. Mm. You know what I mean? Maybe not, but I know where you're going. You could go watch, you could sit in the nosebleeds at Stanford Bridge and watch Chelsea and you're you're watching some very quality opposition. You can understand the supporters when it comes to like why they're so passionate and why they're filthy when you lose and when you get beat because it's their hard earned going towards that and that's that's a fair chunk for a lot of people out there. I think all KR fans are probably going to be the worst on over that weekend. Oh, yeah. Right, Carson's got in touch. Uh, He flew from... Uh, Easter 700 quid no, se- oh, sorry. 700 quid for the flight hotel games etc uh, didn't even go out and night out so 700 quid he spent 700 quid yep wow. so you must that's, be that's a dedicated fan to go all the way over there for that game yeah. that's insane that's good Mate, um, congratulations as well that's anyway we're different. running out of time lads so we'll go on to um, quickly go on to the predictions for this week so um, we'll chuck you in on, on the predictions Jordo uh-huh. um, not that What's the what's the prize for predictions at the end of the year? I don't know. I need to sort this out. You did catch me up this week, by the way. So you're going to anyway, buy me the, a few beers. The predictions was Chance. you got eight right this week. I got yeah, six I'm, right. But I'm still I've known him for four years. He hasn't bought me a single beer. That's the biggest. Well, I I I can't I can't um I can't vouch for what you're saying there because Aussie's oh, really? bought me a beer. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. It must be ginger beer. What, stick d- together. what have I bought Maybe. you the last two weeks since we've come here? That oh. was not much. You bought me a Red Bull. Congratulations. You think I'm falling for that? Um, Right, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) London, Salford. uh, South London, Jordo. I'm going to go London. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Is London last now or Leeds still last? Uh, London, London. I think. Are they? I think. Because they lost both their games on their I'm going to go London. I'm going to go London. Come on. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, Wigan Cast, we won't predict that one. Jay, do you want to? We don't do it in case we get done. Uh, who's got <laughs> Wigan? Wigan. I'm going uh, Wigan. Wigan. Uh, user. I'm a. I'm Cat. 
I'm a cast supporter, but you've got to think with your brain, there, right? Think with your brain. Also, just on Wigan, uh, Tom Davies. Oh, oh, oh my God! I didn't need to see recovery. that. Poor, He's a good lad. Poor, poor, well. poor bloke. It'll make him run faster backwards, though. Um, all FC wakey <laughs> over at all. Too soon. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> what was that one? All FC wakey at all. Uh, I'll go FC. Jay, always black and white. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go FC. I'm going to go FC as well. Uh, next fixture, Leeds OKR over at Leeds. This could go anywhere. I'm going to go. Tell you, I'm going to go Leeds. I'd rather watch paint dry. Where's that? How KR? It's at, no, it's at Leeds. Oh, Leeds. No. Oh. Where are you going, Jay? I'm going to go KR. But geez, they're both very desperate for a win. Uh, very desperate. Saints Catalan. I'm going Saints. Unstoppable. Yes, yeah, Saints. Saints one to seventeen. See you later. Yep. And Warrington Huddersfield over at Warrington. I'm going Warrington. Yeah, uh, where at? It's at Warrington. At Warrington, yeah, I'll go Warrington. Pretty much picked us, we've picked, picked the same thing, haven't we? Almost. Mm, yeah, Jay's got one different. Whenever he's getting threatened at the top of the leaderboard, <laughs> he picks the same <laughs> as me. Anyway, so that's all time. Uh, that's all we've got time for this week. So thanks for Razor coming on. Cheers, mate. Appreciate nice. that. Um, Pleasure. And once again, the show is sponsored by DP Fabricators and Solo Sheets. So get in touch with the email um, info at dpfabricators.com and. Uh, We'll see you next week.